Podcast Network Asia. This is an experiment. What do billionaires, cultural icons, and world-class athletes have in common? I'm about to find out. I'm John Aguilar, serial entrepreneur, former decathlete, and creator and host of the CNN Philippines business reality show, The Final Pitch. Each week, I try to unlock the secrets of Asia's world-class performers to come up with hacks that I can apply in my own life. My goal is to have you apply them in yours. This is the podcast designed to change your life. This is Methods to Greatness. Methods to Greatness is powered by Converge. Experience better. If you'd like to work with Converge, check them out at gofiber.ph or connect with them through their social media channels. Methods to Greatness is also powered by Perfect Health Philippines, a leading provider of innovative and premium massage and healthcare products to customers across Southeast Asia. This partnership is all about improving people's lives, health, and well-being. Visit perfecthealthph.com to know more. Greetings to our listeners from the Philippines, Asia, and beyond. As a firm believer in the use of technology to enhance the diagnosis, treatment, and monitoring of patients, our next interviewee has close to 30 years of experience in heading a business to support the management of patients with neurophysiological, respiratory, and sleep disorder conditions. His keen interest in ambulatory and portable medical devices was what led him to develop an on-the-go portable sleep diagnostics program, wherein patients with sleep disorders can be monitored even outside the confines of a medical center. This latest venture as an entrepreneur is focused on bridging the technology awareness gap among patients by making use of robotics to take physiotherapy or rehabilitation to the next level. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome today on Methods to Greatness, Mr. Chen Han Hao. Mr. Chen Hian Hao, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. One of the first things that I would like uh, for you to shed light on is um, what we call um, obstructive sleep apnea. I've been doing a lot of research on um, what you do, and I think this is a particular area of concern that not a lot of people are aware of. Um, would you mind breaking it down for us exactly what, what uh, obstructive sleep apnea means or in general what sleep apnea is? Well, um, sleep apnea is uh, very closely associated with uh, loud habitual snoring. So these are the very common complaints from the bed partner, especially the wife, and then it will push us the husband to go to seek for treatment because they probably cannot uh, sleep in the same room or on the same bed. So uh, the diagnosis of uh, obstructive sleep apnea is usually to conduct a sleep study test where people like us, technologists, would, uh, would go and stick wires all over them on the head, on the face, uh, at the nose to detect the breathing, and then there are straps around the body to detect uh, respiratory effort, and then body position, uh, limb movement, and electrocardiogram, and all this, and then it's all presented uh, on a digital graph, graphical format, where after the acquiring of all this data, 
we would um, look through and score all the events and come up uh, with a report for the referring physician. Right, so sleep apnea, I would think, and this is a half joke, but would probably be the source of a lot of divorces out, uh, out probably, there. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then this is actually the uh, collapses of the airway where uh, the breathing will, will cease momentarily, like for even for uh, a, a minute or two, and then it will end up with a loud snort where the, uh, the subject would regain the breathing. And usually that is the loudest from the snoring, like a loud snort. Right. I stumbled upon a video of your, uh, one of your patients and I saw that um, this, this patient was being monitored and, and the snoring was just really, really bad. It was, and I, and I saw your patient gasping for breath, gasping for air, almost as if uh, he was drowning. And, and this actually um, jolted him um, to, you know, maybe a half awake uh, state of being. But just witnessing that, just him struggling for air and just gasping for breath, uh, was quite scary. I mean, I, I, I almost felt like he was, he was drowning. Uh, yeah, if, if you were to observe, uh, when this apnea happens, it's actually quite scary because it's like, they will be like struggling for, for breath, but they just can't get any air into their lungs. So it's something like strangulation. If the patient is awake, you know, it's like you are just practically just closing closing on them and then they cannot breathe at all but they are here trying to uh, suck the air in but no air can go in yeah so this this uh, this thing like for severe obstructive sleep apnea can happen hundreds of times uh, a night and usually uh, we will we will score it like how many times per hour so our our record can be like 120 times an hour wow i can just imagine the entire night you not barely getting enough sleep. I mean, uh, you are technically asleep, but um, I would think yeah, it won't you keep be browsing, you keep waking up and sleep, right. waking up and sleep. Yeah. So that really affects your, your sleep quality and you wake up very lethargic, sleepy, and you might end up dozing off all the time in the day. Yeah. Right. Well, this, this really is a serious condition that I'm sure a lot of patients out there who come to you um, have maybe gone to a certain point in their lives where they really need to, to, to seek help. Because I would think if you were, uh, you, you said it right there, if you were married to someone who just really can't stand it, it's not just your quality of life that's affected. It's also your partner's um, uh, wakefulness also that, that is a constant, um, you know, when you, when you share the same bed or same, same room. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what, what would you say is the, um, the primary reason um, behind this condition? Well, I would say the cause most uh, uh, that we see uh, nowadays is the structural, uh, where they have receding chin or, or uh, thick neck or uh, enlarged tongue. Uh, you know, it's more physiological sort of uh, uh, obstruction that we see. Okay, so thick neck, how does one get a thick neck? Does it um, have anything to do with, for example, gaining weight or, or possibly a certain body type that would um, make you predisposed 
to to this condition? Uh, gaining weight is one. So we see like a, a lot of uh, fat people who have this problem, but we also see more and more uh, very fit ones, like even even gym instructor, you know, or athletes having this. So it 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 could be passed down in the genes. You know, if if the dad has it. And then, uh, you know, the, the son would have it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And this is, uh, and this is a condition where if you do not have it treated, can lead to possibly long-term... Um, health condition, yeah. Health yeah. condition, yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah, because it affects the brain, it affects the heart, because the heart has to pump uh, faster in order to supply enough blood to all the, uh, the organs in the body, and then also a lack of blood going to the brain. So all this will affect the, you know, the overall health. So we have, so, so it might lead to like diabetes, um, heart condition, stroke, and all this. Yeah. So, so it's, it's really quite a chronic problem. Yes. And, and, and in your sleepwear center, your job mainly is to be able to observe, um, I guess all of these, um, metrics that, that you, that you have, um, and, 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 and try to come up with a way to be able to treat this condition. Yes, yes. Um, the conventional uh, sleep laboratory uh, used to be like only in the hospital settings. And then it could be uh, in, in a big room where you have all the gadgets and camera videos. And, um, and then you need to link it to another room, which is the computer room where the technologies will be there to monitor for uh, the test for the whole night. So uh, my strength is actually uh, to make it ambulatory. So I'm able to pack it all in a suitcase and I can actually cut it to wherever uh, the patient can sleep and then set up the, the cameras um, and, and, the, and the acquisition equipment and all that to, to conduct this sleep study test. Right, so you can do it from the confines of your home, uh, just take everything. Yeah, anywhere, with... anywhere where the patient can sleep, yeah. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense, particularly now, um, I guess we're, we're still in the pandemic and there is a lot of concern about people going to the hospitals. And this is, a, I guess, a, a way to be able to continue your work um, in the confines of someone's private space or home. Mr. Chen, you know, it, it is very interesting to me how you stumbled upon uh, this particular business. Is there anything from your past that prepared you or um, I guess um, uh, as an entrepreneur uh, urged you to, to be able to come up with a pr problem very specific um, um, to this condition? You know, like for Singaporeans, every male have to go through um, this, uh, this uh, army. So I went through two and a half years and I was a medic in the army. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, after graduate from the army, you know, uh, naturally I would like to like uh, look for a medical, medical job. So I enrolled in this company, which actually does all this sleep equipment. So that's how I got started. So, and then eventually I, I, I want to uh, be more serious into it. And that's how I wanted to do something on my own and, and how I started the business. Okay. So yeah. that was the first, that, that was your first business. And you then transitioned to um, another business. 
which is the Robotics Rehab Center. Can you um, take us through the transition from that first business to um, your new business now? Well, I think maybe also a bit of the blessing from the COVID, you know, which uh, let me seriously think that I should diversify and not just only do uh, sleep. So I, I chanced upon this uh, robotics rehab actually from a close friend who uh, used to be in the sleep business. Supplying is actually my supplier. So uh, he has switched to robotics rehab. And then, uh, you know, after chatting with him, uh, what he has been doing uh, made me uh, like wanted to go into it because uh, I, I, I think that uh, the rehab, uh, especially robotics rehab, make use of a lot of equipment, which uh, in my sleep business is also making use of a lot of equipment. And they are all like uh, very stationary, very capital equipment, very bulky. And I wanted to do something as to make it ambulatory. So actually that was my, my objective going into it. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's still a lot of room to play because uh, the equipment is still very bulky and it has to be very bulky. So I think maybe there are certain areas where we can make it more ambulatory. Okay. Um, before we go deeper into that, I'd like to uh, go back again um, because I, I would like to... Uh, get a little bit more information on, on sleep in general. Um, in terms of sleep, how important is sleep to us for us to function normally? Well, one third of our life is spent sleeping. So you can, you can weigh the importance of sleep. And having good quality sleep means you can perform uh, better in the day, in, including your work or, or family life or whatever. So... So it's very important, you know, um, to sleep well. And obstructive sleep apnea is one important, uh, what you call condition that uh, affects uh, the quality of sleep. I mean, I don't only look at obstructive sleep apnea alone, actually, in, in, in a professional uh, sleep center. Because you look at other sleep disorders, there could be about 40 over sleep disorder classified. So, uh, you know, like, uh, like sleepwalking, night terrors, and all this is also considered sleep disorders. Okay, what would you say is the ideal amount of sleep that a person should get for a person to be able to function um, well and also to be able to derive the benefits of a full night's sleep? Well, I think uh, the numbers of sleep varies from person to person, but the, the research have shown that you need at least six to eight hours of sleep uh, to, to, to perform uh, well in the day. So what happens to us if we do not get that six to eight hours of sleep? Then, you know, we, the energy level is not there. And, um, you know, in sleep, our body kind of like recuperates itself, builds up the energy. Um, and then especially children. We also do quite a lot of uh, sleep studies for children. So... Growth hormones actually uh, uh, is there when 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 a child sleep well, it, it, then you'll grow better. So um, it's very important to have a good quality sleep. Right. From your research, what has been the best treatment for um, a sleep apnea disorder that that you yourself, because of your business, um, I guess would recommend to people who are suffering from obstructive sleep apnea 
or um, other conditions that um, affect their sleep? Well, the first line of treatment for obstructive sleep apnea now is actually using a, a, a breathing machine called a CPAP, which, uh, which is CPAP, which stands for Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. So it's basically like wearing a, a face mask, a nasal mask, and then uh, connected to a, a, a tube connected to a machine, which is like a blower, uh, a vacuum a cleaner in reverse. So it actually gives you an air spin, a continuous flow of air to spin open the airway. So the airway have no chance to collapse and you, you can have regular uh, non-interrupted breathing from it. That's very interesting and, and quite um, intimidating for me at the, at the same time, I would think um, that would be something that would be mostly found in hospitals. But um, are, are you saying now that that is something that uh, can easily be uh, used in one's home? Yes, yes. Actually, the design of this machine is for patients to bring back home to use and use it every night. So uh, it has become smaller in size. The mask uh, is becoming more comfortable, more easy to put on and, and use it for a long, long time. I mean, overnight. And, um, and uh, the noise level is, is, is going down, is, is very quiet. So it, it's, it's actually uh, all the design of it and, and everything makes it uh, more and more easier to use now. Um, but it's, it's still, it's still uh, a challenge, I would say, for many people because uh, you have been sleeping without anything on your face and now right. you have to put this thing on. So I think part of our, uh, the job for our therapists in the sleep center is basically to motivate and to encourage people to, to use it. And they are monitoring uh, a cloud-based system where you can actually monitor how they breathe, how they use, how many hours they use. So this, this is also an important factor to, um, to make them compliant to the machine. Right. Apart from the machine, is there anything that you would like to give or dispense in terms of advice for people who would like to get more sleep or more quality sleep in general? Well, I think it's um, the sleep hygiene to um, kind of like time yourself so that you have regular, uh, uh, you, you, you sleep at the same time and you wake up at the same time. You know, it's important. Um, and also uh, uh, to relax yourself uh, and not to eat so much before you sleep. So I think all this uh, is important also to, to, have, uh, to, to have a good sleep. <laughs> Methods to Greatness is powered by Converge. Experience better. Converge has been an instrumental partner for myself, for our organization, because everything we do right now is digital. Everything involves liaising, coordinating with people, with other companies, and all of this is done online. And our medium being video is very, very highly data-driven. We need a stable, reliable internet connection to make everything we do work. What Converge has given us was a way to be able to successfully carry out all of the tasks of the team, reach out to our audience, to our market, and also allowed us to be able to create more things with what we do. My team has been a direct beneficiary of this. I think this pandemic has given us a lot of opportunities to pivot, and this is our latest pivot into the future, which really is a digital world for Methods to Greatness. I'm interviewing world-class 
performers, icons, CEOs from Asia, from around the world. All of those interviews are done online. They're all done via a video call. It was very critical that we had a reliable internet connection that would enable me to carry on these conversations with these icons from all around the world. That is one of the reasons why we're able to do what we do now. So if you'd like to work with Converge, check them out at gofiber.ph or connect with them through their social media channels. This episode is also brought to you by Perfect Health Philippines. Did you know that massages are considered one of the best ways to recover from exercise and is considered an indispensable part of any fitness training and recovery regimen? Getting a regular massage not only detoxifies your muscles from lactic acid buildup, but also increases muscle performance, blood flow, reduces pain, and induces better sleep. If you don't have access to a masseuse, the next best thing is a massage chair or a massage gun. Perfect Health has a complete lineup of massage chairs with a whole range of features and price points. Their top-of-the-line model, Perfection 2, has all the bells and whistles. From 3D full body and foot massage functions, voice command, Bluetooth, and zero gravity. Their Perfect Relaxer Massage Gun is a personal favorite of mine, which I use on my quads every time I come from a long bike ride. Methods to Greatness in partnership with Perfect Health Philippines has come up with a special discount promo that is exclusive to our followers and subscribers. To avail of the special promo discount, get in touch with Perfect Health's professional healthcare consultants at perfecthealthphcustomerservice at gmail.com or via hotline 02-8831-6944 and give the promo code MTG. That's the Methods to Greatness promo code MTG and the healthcare consultants will hook you up with the best premium massage chairs, massage guns, and other healthcare products, all with a special discount. Okay, so let's now get back to um, the Robotics Rehab Center. So going back to your reason for um, opening up this new business, can you share with us um, exactly the transition um, from um, sleep to now, um, you know, this new business, the, the Robotics Rehab Center? Well, the Robotics Rehab is, uh, I, I, I see um, from the friend that introduced me, uh, which was my supplier, uh, seems to have a similar uh, business model as the sleep center. So for services-wise, like we are doing the sleep study test. So for the robotics rehab, it's basically providing this equipment and rehab services in the center. Uh, I'm looking into how to make it ambulatory, but I think uh, uh, that will be uh, something in the future maybe not really now, patients using machine and going back home, um, that is, there's also a solution for the rehab center because they have uh, those soft exoskeleton where they have these robotic legs where the patient can actually put it on and try using it at home. So, so I find all these seems to be a very similar business model that we can just pop over to the robotics rehab from sleep center to robotics rehab. So, yeah, so that's why I think it can be done, which made me, you know, wanted to go and, and step into this new area. In terms of making it more ambulatory, can you give us, a, I guess, an overview of um, geriatric, geriatric care in Singapore? What's it like there? I'm sure it's not as, um, I guess, pronounced as in Japan, but um, how would you say the um, population um, is aging also vis-a-vis um, the manner by which 
um, the healthcare system is able to treat um, you know, uh, uh, people who would need um, geriatric care in Singapore? Well, I mean, for uh, everywhere, I think uh, aging population is always a problem, and including Singapore. They will have sleep problem, and then also they will have movements problem. And we are actually very, very much focused uh, in our robotics we have um, in the areas of uh, ne neurology reco uh, recovery, like, like stroke. Um, so I think there is a role to play. There's a big role to play. And we need to have people uh, that can facilitate this. So, so having more uh, rehab centers, I think, really helps. And then we need to have people to drive these rehab centers. Yeah, so these rehab centers are very important. Um, uh, I came upon some information that according to the National Registry of Diseases Office over there in Singapore, falls count for 40% of injury-related deaths in Singapore. Now, the, the, the death is not due to the fall itself. It's, um, it's, related. It's, it's related to the injury sustained from the fall. And this is where rehabilitation comes into play, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so, so what are the, um, I, I guess, the, the factors that contribute to deaths um, stemming from an injury-related fall? I mean, if you have injuries from a fall and then uh, due to a medical condition and all that, then I think um, uh, treating it early, you know, addressing the problem early is, is important. So, uh, and, and it also uh, will, I mean, uh, long-term effects like even psychological. So if you, if you just leave it like that, I think a lot of people will just, just give up and uh, they will not want to do anything. So you must give people hope of recovery. I think that is a very important factor, like using uh, effective uh, methods, especially like using robotics is, is important. So, um, and, and for the people, uh, for the therapists doing it, I think um, you also need to give them um, a, a sense of uh, uh, ease of using the, um, I mean, using the equipment and also doing their therapy because I, I can see like uh, conventional ways of uh, the physiotherapist um, doing it is, is very um, labor intensive. It's very strenuous, you know, like, like they will, they will be physically uh, down on their knees and then moving the patient's legs and all that. So definitely you will have a lot of burnout from the therapies. Not only burnout from the therapies, but also from, from the patient because it's very frustrating. So why not make use of technology, make use of robotics equipment and all that to, to make uh, everyone's life easier. Right. Can you give us an idea of the um the technology involved what exactly um uh, do you employ what kind of technologies what kind of robotics do you employ um as as a case in point uh we we using uh you know like exoskeleton so this um this technology is is actually not new i mean if you heard of uh, the involvement of the exoskeleton it's actually from like the us army they, right. they they will they will design all these robotics legs and all that for right. for 
you know, for the soldiers to to run faster and to carry right. more heavy equipment. Yes. Yeah, I, I forget I forget what movie that was, but uh, Matt Damon was was starring in that movie, and he had ah. this skeleton that made yes. him essentially superhuman. So are you are you are you talking some? Are you are you um pertaining to something like that, similar like? Yes, 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 yes. I think that's how it was evolved, and then they 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 built into like uh, interesting games into it as well, so that. Uh, the, when the patients are doing their therapy, they 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 are they are into like uh, augmented reality and virtual reality. So so it makes the whole process fun and uh, motivates them to to do more. Right. Yeah. So for those who who would like to imagine what it's like, so what you're saying is right now it's possible to actually put on an exoskeleton to help you move, but at the same time do this. Um, within a 3D environment. So are we talking about um, 3D glasses? What, what is it like? What is the equipment like? Well, the equipment is, uh, there's a treadmill where you can actually, in front of it, there's a screen. So that that is the uh, uh, virtual reality stuff. Okay. And then you have the augmented reality where on the treadmill itself, there are actually projections of uh, obstacle courses where the patients has to has to go through so so it's a combination of both yeah and uh, for exoskeleton wise i mean um, the technology is um is not that uh, what you call uh, safe yet to just uh, put on you know a uh, uh, robotic legs and then they can they can move around uh, um, easily so it's actually a more uh, fixed onto like a treadmill where it's and then there is a hoist for the body weight body weight support so they pre prevent it from patients falling so i think there are a lot of safety uh what do you call concerns where uh, i think the manufacturer dih which i'm working with uh, as as my strategic partners uh have thought about all this so i think their equipment and is is uh, very very mature so can can we can we get very specific into the equipment so what is it like if i were uh, a patient um to be um i guess in this this hoist um if for example i am i have just suffered a stroke uh, what is the experience like you said so yourself it's giving them hope um, i would think it would be hard um, I have I have seen so many movies wherein someone who has suffered a stroke or is paralyzed is just having a hard time just getting their 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 one toe to move right. So in this case, you're you're actually making it possible for them to um, at least try or attempt without the danger of possibly falling or or I guess the fatigue of having someone a physical therapist actually bearing um, your entire weight uh, upon their shoulders. So. Um, what, what is the experience like given this new technology that, that allows for this um, to be done? Maybe um, in increments of, you know, what you're comfortable with all the way till, you know, doing it um, in a more advanced level. Well, um, the process is, is uh, I mean, for setting up, maybe you need a bit of time, but it's so much easier than just a conventional therapy of uh, supporting yourself and then getting the therapies to to hold on to you. So they have all these like harness and straps and all, and all that to, to hoist you up uh, using the body weight support. 
and um, I think every every process of it is being being thought of, and it, it makes it so much easier. And then for for you to move like conventional therapy, you might be just taking just a few steps, even two or three steps, and it's so tedious. And for this, you can you can go up to hundreds of steps within within a short span of time. So that is so much intensity. And this thing is actually just, just repeating it again and again. And that's what you want. You want the intensity, and then you also want the number of uh, steps that you can do. Yeah, so all this can be achieved using robotics. Okay, so um, you, you touched earlier on making technology aid you in, I guess, um, making this more accessible or making therapy more accessible to the elderly who probably maybe um, some have given up or are intimidated with um, how things can be done um, in a more refined setting. So um, can, can, can you give us an idea um, of cases wherein you've helped the elder, elderly transition to, um, I guess, a, a way to be able to conduct therapy that is um, I guess easier and less intimidating for them. No, I mean uh, during the opening of our center, we actually got a, a friend's a dad who actually suffered from a brain injury. So it's like half of its of his head is actually gone. It's all soft tissue without the skull. And um, I remember my friend actually told me that um, he he was given like a, a death sentence like there was no no more hope from the doctors. But, the, you know, the, the friend uh, knew about this robotics we had and insisted his dad doing it. And now he can, he can um, the, you know, the dad can actually take a few steps. And I think that is, that is really uh, uh, remar remarkable, you know, in the sense that it's, uh, even, even the medical experts think that cannot, cannot be done. It's not possible, but you know, so I think that that is the hope that we can see. Yeah. What does something like that do for you as an entrepreneur? I mean, what does it allow you to um, do? I mean, in the context. Achieve, of now, I mean, we are in the medical business. So I think it's very important that um, we must help people to recover, to recover from a medical condition. So I think there is a, a potential, a, a, a great potential. I mean, from my sleep, and then now it's from robotics rehab. I think we are in the business of uh, helping people. So, yeah. Okay, so anything else that you'd like to add to the future of, of, of therapy, whether it's in uh, your, your other business or whether it's in... Um, whether it's in the sleep wake center or the robotics rehab center, what, what, what kind of picture can you paint for us in terms of treating um, both these very important um, areas um, of, of medicine and treatment? Um, is, there any, any fearless, is there any fearless forecast that you would like to give to us of how technologies will evolve um, as the years progress? Um, I, think, I think it's uh, keeping up with technology. And then technology is always the way to go uh, and making use of it. So, yeah. 
So I think uh, we have to, to keep up uh, with technology and to see what is the, the latest uh, development that's in the market. Okay. All right. Methods to Greatness in partnership with Perfect Health Philippines will be giving away premium healthcare products to our loyal listeners and subscribers. There will be weekly winners of Perfect Relaxer Massage Guns worth 9,900 pesos. And at the end of 12 weeks, we will give one lucky subscriber a chance to take home a fully loaded Perfect Health Trinity Massage Chair worth 200,000 pesos. All you have to do is subscribe to the Methods to Greatness podcast and follow us on our social media accounts on Facebook and LinkedIn and share the post link in the show notes of this episode on your feed. And if you know someone who you feel would benefit from our conversations and content on the show, tag them for more chances to win our prizes. We always want you, our listeners, to aspire to improve yourselves in every aspect of your lives so you can be the best you can possibly be. Check out the Methods to Greatness social media channels for more details. So I will now transition to the, the questions that I ask all of my guests here on the show. So first things first, as, um, as an Asian, as a Singaporean, um, I'd like to um, ask you, Chen, what makes you Asian? What makes me Asian? What makes you Asian? Or what uh, makes you Singaporean? Well, I would say a Asia is a very versatile, very flexible, fast-moving economy. So I think everything we do in Asia is fast, 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 you know, and efficient and try to get everything done as, as soon as possible. So I see Singapore is, is a very uh, a good, what you call, uh, location and also in terms of the demographics because it's small enough. So getting from one end to the other end, you know, it's like within, within an hour or so. So, so I think for efficient-wise, uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's great to, to live in Singapore. Right. What is it about Singapore that you would like for people who maybe have not been there um, to discover? It could be anything. It could be food, a place, a person, a custom, um, anything that you would like uh, for people to try perhaps. When they go now, to Singapore. Singapore is very multiracial, so we can find all sorts of food uh, and culture. It is a very, very mass culture mix here. So I think it's like if you want to know more about Asia, so Singapore is a, is a place where you can get a mix of everything. Right. Any, anything in particular that you would like to suggest or recommend? Well, I, I'm very much into Chinese culture. Actually, so I I am involved in uh you know Beijing Opera. And the uh, comedy dialogue we call it uh, a cross talk in Chinese. Okay. So so I'm involved in this, and then you can actually find all this, this cultural exchange and all that in Singapore. So I think I yeah. So that's why I say you can you can get a mix of everything here. Where might they go to be able to find this in Singapore? Well, there is a, there is a, a what do you call, a artistic club, an opera club that I go to. So, uh, and then um, for Chinese culture, there's always a, a place like Chinatown. It's a place for Chinese culture. So, so my, the opera club is actually located there. All right. Um, who to you is your 
modern day hero or superhero? Wow. Well, when, when I saw this question, I was like a bit, a bit uh, don't know how to answer because my version of a, a, what you call a, a superhero is actually unsung heroes, which I find like people that they are not, they are not uh, really well known in the society, but they have, they have, they are, they, they, they are like a superhero to me. Even like uh, the ones that is uh, sweeping the road, for example, you know, he can be very focused and very committed to his job. And I think to me, this is like a superhero because he, he, he will, he want to do his job well. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, one question that I think is very, very suited to you, because this is a question that is very in line with what you do. I'd like to ask you, what keeps you up at night? Uh, what keeps me up? I mean, is sometimes I could be like very deep in thoughts, maybe from for my work or even uh, for the family. So I think that <laughs> keeps me up. And I think that's the same reason that keeps me, uh, keeps me awake, uh, keeps me uh, uh, waking up in the morning as well. I could like all of a sudden I, I would think of something and then I would just I would just spring up. Right. As someone yeah. who, who who treats sleep conditions, um, is this something that is um, treatable? I mean, I, I have the same uh, problem sometimes. You know, uh, my mind just is you know uh is thinking of so many things i kind of need to quiet it down yeah yeah so i think you need to find a way to relax yourself i think that's important yeah so it's it's something like hypnosis you know you need to exercise some sort of a uh, self-hypnosis where you you relax your mind and then even if you are thinking you, you you think of something that is soothing that is relaxing like probably even like going to the beach, listening to the, listening to the you know to the sea, to and then and then feeling the breeze blowing into your your face and all that. I think that's, uh, something that you need to focus and find something that can relax yourself. I think that's important and not to be so tense, so stressed up all the time. Probably also something that you might want to let go sometimes, you know, and not just hung to it. Learning to let go. Is, Learning is, to let go is important, yeah. Right. It, it's very important, especially for, um, I guess, uh, type A personalities. You know, you're always, uh, you know, after something or you're always constantly thinking of achieving. And, and sometimes that's, that, that's um, one important aspect. If you do want to uh, get some sleep, but specifically, I, I, you did mention about listening to the sea or, or some kind of maybe... Um, natural sound. I, I did try an app once that um, played back um, either rain or or the waves of the ocean, which I felt kind of helped um, relax, calm my mind. Is there anything in particular that you would like to recommend in terms of, um, I guess, uh, small hacks that you can apply? Well, um, I actually practiced uh, a clinical hypnosis before. So so we, 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 we go through like uh, scripts of relaxation, like the gardening script, you know, where you just walk, walking in the garden and you see all sorts of flowers and the trees and all that. So it's, it's, a, it's a very uh, 
a very what you call not very exciting sort of a, a thing that you do but it it's a very uh what you call um you know it repeats itself and then it's it's like a rhythm a very monotonous rhythm so <laughs> i think that 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 actually helps to calm you to relax you right when you say a gardening script what would this um, look or, or 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 sound like is it a a manner by which you take yourself through um a series of acts in your mind uh, exactly how does this work well there there are there are known scripts uh from from the clinical hypnosis so it's like how you walk through the garden what okay. trees you see what flowers you see and what what is the smell like and all that can you, can you give us an example of, of how how you like from the top of your head how you would go about this? Uh, well, example like okay, how you walk into the garden. Yes. You see a gate, and this gate, while you passes through that gate, you see a scene of greenery, where below you is the green green grass, and you see the angsana trees, and the trees are being um, kind of like shaken by the wind that is blowing through you know all the example like this like so you kind of like this itself you see by hearing it calms you down already for sure yeah i, I mean I, I was gonna doze off just um 10 seconds into you describing the gate and <laughs> yeah mm. but the okay tone of the voice is also important yeah I can imagine how that would work. Uh, this script, is it something that you invent in your mind? Or is this something that... You, you, you will customize, yeah? Customize to suit to suit your interests, yeah? Okay. So for all intents and purposes, you could actually make things along the way, as long as it's not too exciting. It's not yes. exciting yes. at all, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I think that is something that I'd, I'd like to try. I think, um, you know, as someone who... Um, is always constantly thinking of new things and and just um, um, always imagining like the next step. I think this is something that that actually makes sense. Just calming your mind before you sleep, getting into a script that you yourself can make up al along the way. Yeah, yeah. It's something like daydreaming. So you know, even as a young boy, I always like to daydream. <laughs> Let me get now to my next question. What is the one thing you wish you could have known or learned sooner? Uh, I, I want to say uh, to be wiser, but I think that have to you have to go through the experiences, so the ups and the downs, before you can be wiser. Um, and maybe a mentor, if I, I was to know uh, uh, the right people, that can mentor me and tell me and show me the ropes of life. I think, but maybe as a, when I'm younger, I might not listen to the wise man. So I think you need to fall. But after you fall, you must know how to get up and face the reality. Okay, thank you for that. So my final question, is there anything specific you do that you would, like to recommend that I try. So I always want to try something from what my guests do or something that they recommend. 
is there anything that you would like for me to um, sort of try or anything for that matter that um, I guess our, our viewers and listeners would like to try for themselves that works for you and uh, you would highly recommend? Try to hypnotize yourself. <laughs> okay. Try hypnosis. Try calming yourself down and not always to be so fast paced sometimes. Learn to let go. Yeah, I think that there, there was a there, there's a saying, a Chinese saying, that if you were to grab um a handful of sand, so the tighter you grip the sand, the more sand will leak out from your from your fingers. So I think that concept is is very similar. So it's like you must learn to let go sometimes, to relax, to calm. Well, that I think uh, we all have to learn from. Thank you very much for all of your input. Um, I really appreciate you guesting here on the show. Is there anything that you would like to share to our listeners and viewers uh, where they could support you? Anything, any business or um, uh, uh, anything new that you would like for people to know about or check out um, and where they can find you? Well, come to our sleep center, come to our robotics rehab center. Um, and um, yeah, I think my contacts uh, is is available, right? Uh, so yeah, just just uh, drop me, drop me a WhatsApp, you know, or, and we can chat. No more. Okay, we'll put your contact details uh, on the show notes, and um, yeah, maybe one of these days when I'm in Singapore, I would um, go for a visit and see exactly how you do things uh, with both your companies. So. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chen Hanhao, for guesting here on Methods to Greatness. Thank you all. Methods to Greatness is powered by Converge. Experience better. If you'd like to work with Converge, check them out at gofiber.ph or connect with them through their social media channels. Methods to Greatness is also brought to you by Perfect Health Philippines a leading provider of innovative first-class massage and healthcare products across Southeast Asia. If you would like me to interview anyone on the face of the earth and want them on the podcast, or if you want to collaborate with us for future content or sponsorship opportunities, or if you just have any recommendations on how we can get better, just send us an email at john at methodstogreatness.com. That's john at methodstogreatness.com. Until then, we'll see you next time. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.